0: Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of the Heart Radio. One of the most important books uh, that I've read in my ministry uh, is a book written by Merrill F. Unger entitled, Biblical uh, Demonology. It is an old book, and I don't know if it's out of print at this time, but uh, if you... Would get that book and read it. It is a classic study on uh, evil supernaturalism, well, well worth your time. Uh, Biblical Demonology by Merle F. Unger. <coughs> um, there are a few books. There's another book by Clarence Larkin. It's an old book, too, called The Spirit World, uh, which, which is well worth your time. Uh, in uh, Dr. Schaefer's Systematic Theology, uh, he does a very good uh, treatment on mm-hmm. evil supernaturalism uh, and mm-hmm. satanology. He does a very good treatment on angelology too. So, uh, and there are many other uh, books that I can recommend to you, but we have limited space. Of it. But those are some of the books that that uh, that I like and have read. Also, there is the late great Planet Earth which is dated, but there are some good things to take out of it. Um, so that's just a few uh, books that, that would help you to get a grasp on biblical demonology and evil supernaturalism. <coughs> Another uh, good book is the written um, by C.S. Lewis, and it is The Screwtape Letters. Uh, that is well worth your time. Also, uh, The Pilgrim's Progress is another excellent uh, book by John Bunyan uh, that will help you to get uh, a handle on the believer's enemies. The believer has three enemies according to the Word of God. And they are, as follows, the world flesh and the devil. Please take some time to read the book of Joshua and you will find uh, the world, the flesh, and the devil and their various schemes delineated in that and in, in that document. Also read first John. And first John talks about the three enemies of the believer the world or the cosmos, the flesh, the sarks, and the devil, or diabolos, diabolos. Very interesting uh, name. Uh, diabolos is an adjective. It is not a proper noun, uh, it, which means what, the one who penetrates through, the one who penetrates And so in English we say devil. He, uh, as the Satan, he is the opposer, one who uh, actively opposes the eternal plan of God. He is the opposer. As the devil, he is the one who penetrates through. Uh, In the temptation, we read uh, in the Greek that Jesus uh, was tested under hupo. He was tested under the devil. He was tested under the devil. Now, if you would also read the book of Exodus, you will learn there that the the Pharaoh of the Exodus, because the, the book of Exodus talks about two different Pharaohs. Uh, there, there was the, the Pharaoh of the Oppression, and then the Pharaoh of the Exodus. The Pharaoh of the Oppression died. And then, uh, the pharaoh of, 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 the, of the exodus event takes over. And this pharaoh is a type of the devil. The word exodus means the way out. And it is a, a very powerful book because it lets believers know that uh, the devil does not easily let go. Of anyone. And you see through the different judgments that God brought up on Egypt what God had to do to get Pharaoh, uh, the devil, to let my people go. If the devil cannot win by deceit, he wants the believer to compromise. And so in John 10:10, 10, 10, we learn uh, a very important uh, reality about the the devil. That is, that the enemy comes to do what? According to John 10.10, we read that the enemy, that the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Then there's a semicolon. I have come that they may have life and have it, to the full. In the Greek, it reads that they might have life, spiritual life, Zoe, and superabundance. The words of Jesus. And in uh, Second Corinthians, uh, chapter four, we read these words. And these are the words of Paul. Paul writes in verse three, and even if our gospel is veiled. It is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. Notice. He has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ. Who is the image of God? For... What we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the faith of Christ. So, another verse that has to do with the enemy. It's the Second Corinthians chapter four, beginning at verse three. So please read Second Corinthians four verses three uh, through six. Now in First John, chapter three, we read uh, these words, and I love I love I'm going to begin reading at verse seven. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one uh, who does what is right, is righteous, and just as he is righteous. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. Very, very important verse to know and to have uh, in one's heart. Now, when a believer is in the flesh, then he or she is suffering from self-induced misery because these are believers who are outside of the will of God. And so being in the flesh once again, a believer suffers from self-induced misery. It is misery that he or she brings, has brought into their own lives through disobedience. A picture of self-induced misery is given to us in, uh, in the book of Jonah. And we read something very important. In the book of Jonah, uh, when God uh, told him his ministry, uh, we read that that Jonah reared up. Uh, he rebelled against the against legitimate authority, and that is that was sinful. And so he reared up against the uh, legitimate authority, that is the authority of God in his life, and he boarded a ship to go to Tarshish, that is to southern Spain. And notice what happens because because. To Jonah and the others who are on that boat on that ship I should say notice that because of the disobedience of one believer others were suffering too this is what happens with self-induced misery not only is that individual uh, individual's life miserable but those within his or her periphery are also uh, miserable uh, too now the devil the devil opposes Uh, those believers who have determined to live the way God has called them to live. He is the opposer. He is the one who penetrates through. In other words, he is the one who causes friction and division in the lives of people, please note carefully, for no reason. People become hardened, cold, indifferent, People uh, will break, rela- break up relationships, and they don't know why. Uh, people will not listen to reason, or one cannot placate them because they are in active opposition, both to themselves and to others. So it is is very interesting, and believers have to understand uh, the freeing power of Jesus. Through his precious blood, Jesus uh, purchased us and brought freedom into our lives. That freedom we can count on. We we know that we have been set free from eternal judgment through uh, the, the blood of Christ Jesus. What does the enemy want to do? Because he cannot destroy your salvation. Well, he wants to oppress you in your mind. He wants to oppress you in your heart. He wants you to believe that uh, you are not saved. He wants you to question your salvation. He wants you to be unassured of the blessed assurance that Jesus has brought into your life. He wants you to with anxiety, worry, bitterness, anger, resentment. He wants to oppress your life in any way possible. Please understand this, and this is why in Ephesians 6, we are enjoying as believers, that as we are called to put on, present imperative, we are to put on the armor of God. We are to put on the armor of God. And notice, Paul also states, that we may be able to stand against
1: Wiles,
0: W-I-L-E-S, or the methods of the devil. Devil has a method for you and a method of attacking you and he has a method of attacking me. Please be astutely aware that this is his plan to undermine your salvation and to undermine uh, our assurance of our salvation in Christ. This is what he wants to do he wants believers to be miserable and ineffective. Listen, go before God and pray to God about where you are, and why you are feeling the way you are feeling. Don't let your life to flounder because of feelings. Get your, your mind set on Jesus. Get your heart set on the Lord. And stop living according to feelings and emotions and live your life according to the word of God. Feelings will pass. Emotions will pass. Walk according to the unique destiny that you have in Christ Jesus. Good afternoon, and God bless you.